0: You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. This is a dream come true as we have Deanna here from MailChimp. Um, full disclosure, we've been using MailChimp at our agency for years. I am a huge fan This is not a sponsored episode. This is not an advertorial. So if it appears like that in any way, it's just I am a super fan. Um, I love the details of that they do. If if you've ever used MailChimp, and if you haven't yet, they used to have it where you'd, you'd, when you went to send the email, there'd be that little Freddy along the way, which I've learned is his name, the little chimp, that would encourage you and say random things to you when you'd hit send, and he would send you these encouraging thoughts and pieces, and it was, they always had so much fun. And, the origin story of MailChimp, it was birthed out of an agency, uh, an agency's desire to make a email system that was fun, simple, uh, and just easy to use and really professional. So Deanna, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. Super excited to be here. And thanks for the background story about MailChimp. So awesome that you have been a fan and, and use MailChimp as well.
0: Yeah. And, and still today, we start working with brands and, and they might be on something else, um, you know, the the (laughs) brand that we will not name and it was like some you know for a while there was this like MLM email system that was popular for a lot of people because there was people selling it a lot because it was part of some pyramid thing Um, and the minute we show the Mailchimp just how much simpler it is how much cleaner it is the amount of data you get which I love um, the the mail merge possibilities of it like how personalized you can make them. Um, The drip campaigns, that's become Mm -hmm. very popular, especially for B2B and and those in e-commerce. It's – people's minds are blown. Or they're on the opposite side where they have these really robust email tools that are, like, way overbuilt. And it's got, like, bells and whistles and whizzy boppers. And and they don't really use any of them. And they're paying way too much. And when they go into the dashboard, it's really overwhelming. And then when you Mm -hmm. show them MailChimp, it's like, oh, I can breathe. (laughs) So – Diana, let's talk about you. How um, you know I, we all know, you know every great superhero has an amazing origin story. How did you get to the place where you are today, working at Mailchimp?
1: Oh wow! So <laughs> I'll keep the the long story short. So I actually started my career in market research and analytics, um, and then I just stumbled um, into e commerce. I think that was back when e commerce wasn't as sexy as it is today. Um, So I basically worked my way up, I spent the bulk of my career working for fortune 500 retailers um, with a focus on driving digital growth. I, you know, during that time, especially being in e-commerce for, you know, quite some time, I worked with a lot of friends as well as, you know, small business owners that were looking to really grow their business um, within the e-commerce space. I found a lot of fulfillment in that, so throughout my career, you know, as I as I was growing my career, I'm like, I really want to do something that, you know, work for a great company and also do something that I find to be fulfilling and work for a company that aligns with, you know, what I'm looking to accomplish. And that was just the perfect synergy with MailChimp and just their focus on small businesses and really empowering underdogs. So it was really a no brainer for me um, when this, you know, role, you know, popped up. It was really no brainer for me to go ahead and apply and was so happy that I, you know, I got the position with MailChimp and I've been with MailChimp for about two years now, leading their commerce marketing team, where we really work to make sure that our commerce segment of customers are really getting the full value of the platform in order for them to be successful and really drive revenue for their business.
0: That's amazing. And you've spent time at, you've been at Office Depot, Saks Fifth Ave, The Home yes. Depot.
1: Yes, uh, yes. <laughs>
0: That is awesome. So, okay, you, Home Depot. Do you, you did you get to know the products well? Are you like, can you tell the difference between a Ryobi and like, you know, the other drills? Are you more like, mean, I just knew how to sell more stuff?
1: Well, actually, I was in merchandising, so I was a merchant for the Home Depot for three years, where I ran the flooring business online. So I know a lot about laminate versus vinyl plank and all of that good stuff. <laughs>
0: That is awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so those that maybe have yet to really experience MailChimp, how would you describe what MailChimp offers today in kind of its full scope? Because even one cool discovery, MailChimp even has its own kind of like Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, which I, I discovered recently. I was like, this is amazing. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's um, um, MailChimp Presents. Um, So yeah, so um, Mailchimp is definitely a very multifaceted company, but really when you look at it, it's just an all-in-one marketing platform that is built for growing businesses. So I know a lot of people know Mailchimp for email um, and and, and definitely use it as you referenced, Darian, but Mailchimp is just so much more in terms of providing that multi-channel marketing capabilities, which is so important in today's world is how do you make sure that you're providing a consistent customer experience across all your customer touch points. So MailChimp allows you to do that in one platform. It's something that you touched on before in terms of just the importance of data. Data is so important and more important than ever now in order for you to really be able to personalize your messaging and really be able to um, execute marketing that feels like it's a one-on-one type of approach as opposed to it being like a one-size-fits-all which we know, know drives down your conversion. So MailChimp really allows you to get into the platform and build out email campaigns as well as those social and digital ads in order for you to connect with your customers where they are in the best way. Um, We also just launched our own commerce capabilities um, early last year. So now not only are you able to do your marketing through Mailchimp, but you're also able to build your own online presence and you have that that really smart um, connectivity into the marketing platform in order for you to effectively engage with your customers and grow your customer base. And most importantly, which I always say, drive sales.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. Deanna, I want to say this, and I want to get your thoughts on this, and I'm saying this with, with with all due respect. Is The social channels that are out there, people always are get excited about all the social media. Uh, and when you break down what is social media, it's it's a form of media that you can socialize with. So you yep. look at Facebook, you can interact. You can look at Instagram, interact, TikTok, interact. Um, and email is, is, I believe, a social mm-hmm. media platform that people, oh, yeah, I guess it's a form of media you can respond to and you can forward, mm-hmm. you can interact with. But here's my take. Uh, there was a, a very special day this last year, I guess last year, yeah, in 2021, mm-hmm. when uh, certain social media channels shut down. You know, yeah. it, it, all their all their channels just, it, I, you know, something broke. Someone forgot, a, you know plug something in or they you know they, they hit the on-off switch or something. Something happened in some back server room. And it yes. was just that affirmation. Of, we've been saying this for a long time. I grew up in a place called Twasin, which has um, uh, Twasin First Nations land, where you can own a home on this portion of land, but you're leasing the physical land. So you don't actually own the land land, but you own the property yeah. on it. So you have a 100-year lease. Mm-hmm. So we will often say, hey, sure, get excited about growing your presence on all those social channels, but remember – the amount of energy Mm -hmm. and time you put there, you're on lease land. Like the the Mm -hmm. landlord could change the algorithm tomorrow. They could Mm -hmm. be like Vine and just completely shut down. So we'll often say the number one social channel to be growing right now is your email list because email is gold and and what you can do with email addresses. And and so much of that connects, especially these days with commerce and growth and business growth and, and whatever sort of activation growth, whether it's growing a following or a movement. Um, email is is very powerful. and and what would you think? I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that?
1: No, I, I totally agree. You remember that day and everybody, you know, going crazy because it was down for, you know, quite some time. Yeah. Um, and I would say that you definitely don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. I think social is definitely very effective in terms of driving awareness. But again, like you said, you don't really own that channel. So if something happens, you're at the mercy of the owner of the social channels um, where you're promoting your business. So when you look at email, email is still by far the strongest with regards to our ROI. Um, you actually, for every, um, I think it's for every dollar spent, you get a return of $42. Um, so it's still you know, very, very effective. So I think that when you look at just your overall marketing strategy, and I touched on this before, you definitely want to take a multi-channel approach. And it's also very important that if you're utilizing social media, you also want to capture that customer information because then you can own that data and then you own that relationship and you're able to communicate with them in a more personalized way um, through your email marketing campaigns.
0: And, and while you're doing those emails, like the, the data you can find about compared to even some of the social channels, because, you know, it's like, hey, they're not opening this. They're not interested in the subject right. line. They're mm-hmm. uh, they're not clicking through to this. Yeah. Every e-commerce brand we work with, every time we would send an email out to their loyal following, um, we'd always see a jump. And it was some of their you know, it was always their number one sales converter as far as social channels were concerned. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's
1: and, nice and definitely with social, it's like, don't get too focused on. Well, You know, you definitely want to grow your following, but sometimes people will see, you know, certain companies, oh, they have this amount of followers, but followers doesn't really equate to like conversion and sales. So just very important to utilize that channel to then drive traffic to your website, capture their information, and then engage with them in a more robust way.
0: So in in Canada, where you've you've spent some time in Vancouver, which is very exciting because, you know, Mailchimp acquired a very cool company up here in, yes. the, in the Great White North. Um, we have a castle law. So it's it's a pretty intense law when it comes to kind of email privacy and protection and anti-spam and all that great stuff. So, but it, one of the things we find really interesting is the, one of the most powerful converters as well, when you mix PR with emails, is when uh, a relevant brand teams up with another relevant brand. So they're not competing brands, but they're kind of like they have similar audiences. So we had one where we look at like the Go Ballet. Um, and then, which happens in the Christmas time because they do the Nutcracker show. And then there's uh, Bard on the Beach, which does these Shakespearean plays in the summer. But both mm-hmm. of them uh, market to maybe a more affluent, uh, people who love live entertainment type of audience. And so we did a deal where it's like each organization sent an email um, you know, saying, hey, this email is you know, sent from Go Ballet, but we want to say we have a special deal for all of mm-hmm. our Go Ballet fans. You get a X percentage off Bar on the Beach tickets this summer. And then Bar of the Beach said, hey, by the way, hey, for all of the people this winter, we, all of our special people who came to Bar of the Beach this summer, you get to go to, um, you know, go ballet for a deal this winter. And, and the amount of conversions for that was incredible because it was qualified leads yeah. and they're pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. So even just the power of being able to say to someone, hey, we could, you know, do a sponsorship swap type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mm-hmm. cost each other any money to send that email versus like putting a big ad in the newspaper or a radio yeah. or out of home.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes definitely in in terms of your email and being able to capture that information segment out your list and being able to kind of send those different messages um, based on the different cohorts of customers that you have within your subscriber list
0: okay so MailChimp help me understand more of the world The kind of like the world of MailChimp so we've got um, <laughs> MailChimp Presents which by the way if you haven't discovered it yet we'll put a link in the show notes an amazing a uh, group mm-hmm. of like think about when the day you discovered amazon prime and you were like marvelous miss mazel what is this thing <laughs> there's some amazing shows there uh and what else we got you can set up a shop now is what you're yes. saying you can do all your yes. e-commerce directly and with one login you only need to know one password now
1: yes 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 and we had plans where you have your your commerce capabilities and it's connected to the the marketing platform as well so it provides a seamless experience from a user you know perspective
0: that's amazing. And what else? What else is, are some of the kind of features that maybe. Uh, oh are gosh, there's,
1: there's so many great features. I would say um, what I would call out in terms of just the automations and your ability to really trigger messages and emails based on customer, you know, behavior or lack thereof. So being able to have like personalized recommendations, abandoned cart, um, best sellers. So just being able to really personalize your messaging um, based on that customer purchase behavior and navigational behavior, which is something that has become very popular as well as very important in anyone's business strategy. Is how do you really repeat sales as well as making sure that you are driving repeat purchase purchases in order to increase your um, repeat purchase rate?
0: Deanna, those that want to... Um log in, try it out. How's it work? Where, where can they go to get um, started with MailChimp? Where, where, where's the, what's the website, place to go? So
1: you can go directly to our website, MailChimp.com. Um, and from there, you're able to easily navigate to learn more or go into the pricing and select the free plan um, in order to kind of get into the actual application.
0: It's amazing. And it's totally free up until like yes. 2,000 subscribers, 2,500? 2, yeah, okay. yes. huh. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So MailChimp.com, it's that simple, that easy and um the store launch website portion is that a free version right now or is that kind of a, yes. a monthly fee
1: so we have a free version of that as well that you're able to connect to so again so definitely no berry century
0: <laughs> that is amazing that's cool uh, maybe what are you excited about kind of trend wise when it comes to commerce and, and online stuff because I, I think we saw again the last couple of years a massive spike you know everyone's like you know everyone from you probably maybe your grandma to your aunt to the, you know your friend down the road to yourself ordering online and, and what does that mean today? And, and what does that mean maybe, maybe for tomorrow and the, the next year here?
1: I would say, especially, I mean, e-commerce has been growing at a strong rate, you know, year over year, but especially we know with the pandemic and just the shift into the online channel, both from a business perspective, as well as just like consumer purchasing behavior, for anyone that is in business, in my opinion, is very important that you have an online presence, whether you're selling products, whether you're selling services is very important because the first thing when someone learns about a business, they wanna go to your website and they wanna learn more. Something that I'm very, very excited about is the fact that this is really the time for small business owners, I think more than ever, especially with the pandemic, I think that it caused people to really take a step back. You know, Consumers are becoming more and more conscious about who they're buying from. Um, And they really want to support local artisans. So I think that that's a very, very exciting time. And I guess that's a a bright spot out, out of everything that we've been going through is the fact that, you know, small businesses really have opportunity to thrive and really build those very, very strong and loyal relationships with consumers.
2: It's amazing. betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
0: and when it comes to mailchimp maybe what are you excited about right now when it comes to kind of ways that you're serving your clients or any stories of brands that have been using the tool and and seen some great wins?
1: I would say what I'm most excited about, we were just acquired by Intuit and Intuit um, also shares the same feeling and sentiment with regards to small business owners and really wanting them to thrive and win. So really being able to connect that marketing with your back-end office capabilities and financials, I think that is just something that is gonna be very, very powerful and be a strong growth engine um, for our customers.
0: that's that's awesome and for you as far as like uh what you're seeing as far as trends and kind of some fun things maybe some things that you're excited about when it comes to e-commerce like maybe something that you've bought recently you're like man i shopped this online and this was my experience and it was really cool and it was a really positive experience online
1: um i would say yeah i probably buy too much online It's like I'm passionate about e-commerce and I also, like, I, I live by it in terms of just my, my personal um shopping choices. Yeah. I just basically shop online. Um, I would say um, in terms of just site experience capabilities and just how you bring the in-store experience from, uh, the in-store experience into the digital world, I'm very excited. And something that I read about is just like augmented, you know, reality And where that's going to take us from a dot-com perspective even when i hear about like the metaverse which i'm just like oh my gosh it blows my mind being able to like shop like in a digital world um in that type of way and be able to like touch and feel things so i'm just really excited about like the future of e-commerce and how it's just going to be just this you know amazing place in terms of being able to really you know immerse yourself and really have that in-store experience um come to play in 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 the digital space
0: (laughs) i think it was like I think it was almost two years ago now when I um, got an email. I, there's a, pair of sh- a shoe company here in Vancouver called Vessi Shoes and they're mm-hmm. completely waterproof shoes. They're amazing. But they sent me a link like, try on a pair of our shoes in the, in the comfort of your home with a snap filter. Yeah. So I tried it and I was like, I literally put on these shoes and was swiping through like different colors, different
1: mm-hmm. styles.
0: Um, someone, uh, actually I was just in a call before, someone asked me to explain Metaverse to them and I said, <laughs> just download, you know, try this game. And I sent them a link to Roblox. Because I was like, Roblox oh, yeah. is like the OG <laughs> yes, Metaverse. <but> it's, yeah. <laughs> like you,
1: right.
0: Like, and it's, again, my son was like, I don't know, 10 playing it and goes through yeah. it. And you're in an immersive environment and you can buy yep. things and you can interact with people. Because um, I don't think Second Life exists anymore. There was a brief moment in, with a cold open on The Office where they showed Second Life where Dwight had his own character where he was himself <laughs> in there. Um, but yeah, Roblox I think is a great introduction because it's like it's a it's a world within a world. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, my daughter plays Roblox yeah. as well. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: the but that describes because it's like you don't need the yeah. hardware. You could get hardware and you could try to learn mm-hmm. about meta that way. But it's like Roblox is the best. Just sit with your kid and watch Roblox. Oh, it's yeah. meta. That's the metaverse they're trying to sell me on. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's pretty amazing and pretty interesting. So that's something I've just been reading, you know, up on and, and making sure that I'm staying up to date on what's going on. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember when Second Life came out and people were excited, and then they came up with a stat of how many users they had, and then someone exposed the stat, uh, explaining that sure they have this many users, but how many active users they have is very different stat because a lot of people mm-hmm. would sign up, but they wouldn't log in. So active users was like. Almost a tenth of what they were promoting to advertisers, because at the time they were advertising to people that they could advertise in the game, like get a billboard mm-hmm. in second, get this, you know, sponsor this. But then they realize maybe they're a bit too uh, early for their time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think what did we have back in the day? I think it was like Sims or I yes. don't
0: know what it was. Sims. Even before Sims, I had Sim City, which is like on a, right. my IBM PC. And it was like, oh, man, you made like commercial, residential, or industrial. and then, yeah. Right. Love that game. And then Space Quest. Played a lot of King's Quest. Sierra came up yeah. with some beautiful games. I love those ones. Um, so... Mailchimp tell me about the brand like why is it that the brand from your perspective is just so fun and you know and, and it just makes you enjoy going in there because I think email sending an email can be stressful mm-hmm. can be high pressure can be very like um, serious so wh- why have you chosen like why is the brand chosen to be like a, you know a bit tongue-in-cheek like your mascot's a monkey mm-hmm. like you, you just you have fun mm-hmm. with your with your customers
1: uh looking at like the founder ben like he definitely Mm -hmm. wanted to simplify it i think it goes back to like it's overwhelming when you are starting a new business you're already overwhelmed you're putting a lot of your money and your savings into your business so we really wanted to build a platform that reduces some of the anxiety that small businesses have when they're just starting out or when they're looking to grow and scale their business so how do we make this Um, you know, into a more quirky brand, you know, make it fun because like you don't want everything to be overwhelming. So I think that's where the brand comes to play. And like you said, some of those really delightful moments that you see that really congratulate you because we're really on this path with you as you're building your business. So we are kind of holding your hand and we want to make sure that you are, you know, are able to execute the things that you need for your business and you don't feel as though you need to actually like hire. I mean, if you need someone to do it for you, we have that too with our service partner program, but we really want to make it um, in a way that you can also be able to do it on your own uh, and not, um, and reduce the overhead costs of running your business.
0: That's amazing. So if you um, could speak to like, thousands of business owners across Canada right now and like have a nice message, like what would you say they should do as far as like getting started with Mailchimp and what, you know, what could it do for their business right now?
1: I would say I would definitely encourage um, small business owners in Canada to go to Mailchimp.com to learn about all the capabilities. Um, But I would say in terms of just the robustness of the tool and really taking advantage of the different multi-channel selling capabilities that you have, of course, I skew towards commerce, so I would say definitely if you're looking to you know start your business, um, you again like it's very very important that you have an online presence. Mailchimp definitely makes it easy for you to build your website, no coding required. Um, in, in order for you to really get your presence out there and then connect to you know our marketing tools and actually to actually drive traffic and you know sales for your business, so I would definitely encourage you to go to you know Mailchimp.com to learn more about all of the capabilities. We also have a free offering. So again, it makes it easy. It, it lowers the, the barriers of entry um, in order for you to get started as quickly as possible.
0: That's awesome. And, and if you already have say like some Wix thing that you taped together or Squarespace mm-hmm. or WordPress by chance, um, they integrate, they work well. Yes, they,
1: yes, yeah. yes, yes, Yeah. So we definitely, so we have a lot of um, third party um, platform partners like Shopify, WooCommerce, BigCommerce, like you said, Um, so definitely if you, if you already have a platform, it's just easy for you to integrate and connect to MailChimp in order for you to power your store without powerful, you know, marketing capabilities.
0: Unless, but but if you are the type of person that likes to keep your life simple or you're starting from (laughs) scratch, you don't need to do a Shopify and then try and integrate it with MailChimp. You could do it all in one.
1: Yeah, you could do either way. So Mm. you could, if you, you know, Shopify, if you choose Shopify, you can definitely integrate your Shopify store with MailChimp. Um, or you could choose to build your online store directly through MailChimp.
0: That's really cool. Um, and tell me about Freddie. What, 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 tell me about this mascot. It's this the chimp, and, <laughs> and you have little mini statues. We're going to be giving one away when the show uh, publishes. Tell me about these. this, this guy. Is there, is there any kind of folklore to him or her? Or?
1: <laughs> well, I don't remember the full story that Ben says, and I don't want to yeah. butcher his story, but yeah. I think that the gist of it is that he wanted the platform to be um, so easy that a monkey could do it. So that it's kind of what drove the creation of, of the mascot. That
0: is awesome. That is awesome. Um, do you feel ready for the rapid fire round?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm excited. I love,
0: it. I love it. What was your first job?
1: Oh, uh, downtown locker room, um, sneaker store. It's called, I think it's rebranded as DTLR now.
0: Nice. Nice. Night owl or early bird.
1: Early
0: bird, bird, of course. Nice. Cat or dog person?
1: Dog. Do not like cats. Sorry for cat lovers.
0: Nice. (laughs) What was the first thing you ever marketed? Myself. Okay, nice. Dark or milk chocolate?
1: Milk chocolate.
0: Nice. Your favorite word right now? Patient. Nice. Last charity that you supported financially or with your volunteer time and why?
1: Uh, Black Girls Code was the last charity that I volunteered for. And I just think that just looking at just African-American women in tech and how can we cultivate the next round of leaders. Um, so that's why.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. We'll make sure we put a link in the show notes as well if people yes. want to support that <laughs> as well. Um, what is a movie that you just love and you could watch over and over and over again?
1: My favorite movie is Crookman by Spike
0: Lee. <laughs> nice. Favorite song or album on repeat right now?
1: Kay Trinata. He's actually from Montreal, so he's a DJ, yeah.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Nice little Canadian shout out. Yeah, Uh, I know. (laughs) Celine Dion's neighbor by chance? We don't know. Could be. I don't know. (laughs) Um, If you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing with your life?
1: Something similar. I'm a lover of all things e-commerce, so if I wasn't doing this, then I would be doing something similar within the same industry.
0: Nice. Very cool. Um, what's an app on your phone you can't live without besides your MailChimp app? Open table. Nice. <laughs> because I love,
1: I love going out to dinner and it just yeah. makes it easy to re- to make reservations.
0: Yeah. I, I will say this, like a small warning. I eventually at one point in my life, I had to take off my MailChimp app on my phone because I kept yeah. checking all the time because I was like, how did it do? Because <laughs> I'm looking at like the open rate, the click through rate, like it's, it, it becomes quite addictive. So I had to like. Yeah, I did not take it off for a period of time. And of
1: course there's social channels, but I would say yes. outside of social, it's yeah, open, open table. table.
0: Nice. Best thing you ever bought for under ten dollars.
1: Vitamins. Nice.
0: That's important. What is the most important thing you ever changed your mind about?
1: Oh man. Um most important thing I would change my mind about? Oh man, that's a good one. Uh, actually I went to school. Well, but I don't know. So, cause now I like enjoy like media engagements, but I actually went to school to be a news anchor Nice. Um, and then I pivoted and changed my career into market research and analytics. So I would say that was a game changer for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's really cool. Um, business or marketing book that you'd recommend?
1: Um, I just finished reading a book by Arlen Hamilton. It's called it's about damn time and it's about um being uh, being under, underestimated and how do you just like believe in yourself um so that was a really really great book
0: <laughs> that's awesome uh podcast that you'd recommend
1: uh
0: the code switch it's a podcast with uh three african-american
1: women and they talk about just how they navigate um corporate america which is very interesting and they also have they talk about just different trends that are going on in general
0: that's awesome um, newsletter or website that you recommend for resources, inspiration.
1: Oh, wow. Well, um, from an e-commerce perspective, one that I love is, uh, I think it's 3 p.m. Commerce. That's a newsletter that hits my inbox every week. And it just has a lot of like what's going on in the industry in a very um, digestible way.
0: It's awesome. You can, you know, it'd be interesting and I, maybe this exists already, but like, you know, you can go to like iTunes or Spotify and it shows you where all the podcasts are and people rate mm-hmm. them and promote them. It'd be interesting if someone made a mall, like a, like a directory of newsletters. Like, oh, yes, yes. Like, and people could rate them and good ones. Because, like, I, I can say I have two emails that I read every week. Like, I probably get about 30, but I really only read two consistently every week that I really, really love. And I would love to just, like, go to a mall and be like, hey, or, you know, I like, I love these two Find ones like them, right? Or, mm-hmm. or other subscribers like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that day will ever come, but... Um, actually, speaking of newsletter, you know, Mailchimp, you know, but I feel well, like you
1: have a business idea, so now you can create it and you can, you know, have people pay. <laughs> but I feel like it'd be
0: tricky because different newsletters would use different tools to send it, so it'd be hard for them to correlate the data, right? Whereas like Apple, you kind of have to go through their platform. But I just right. think it maybe as a starter, it's just like someone says, like, hey, these are the hundred best newsletters in business, hundred best in marketing, and they start building some really well curated newsletter yeah
1: yeah that's an awesome idea yeah yeah
0: okay um (laughs) life hack you'd be willing to share
1: i would say my biggest life hack is i wake up every day um at 5 a.m and i think that that is just like the most productive thing that i could ever do
0: (laughs) and are you doing things then are you more like doing self-care things
1: So I get up at 5 a.m., I work out, and then I do some work um, to get started for the day. I have my own side hustle as well, so I kind of use the extra time to do that, and then I go into, you know, MailChimp at 9, so it's just a very, very productive day.
0: That's awesome. Um, Skills required for this new economy. Like, we're living in a, a time where there's jobs that never existed 10, you know, 15 years ago. You know, call it this new collar economy. Uh, what do you look for when you look to hire people and what do you suggest to people wanting to get a job at MailChimp, for example, what are the skills that uh, are required for uh, this new workforce?
1: I would say, especially if someone is just like starting out and you're, you're looking to you know, get your feet wet within like product marketing, for instance, I'm really looking for someone that is inquisitive. Mm-hmm. I think that that is very, very important in terms of just always seeking understanding and and looking at different ways in which you can produce, you know, different and better outcomes.
0: That's awesome. Um, And last but not least, um, any closing words for our listeners?
1: I would say for, you know, marketers, um, I would just say that is it's all about like personalization, which I I know that more advanced marketers, they they know. So just really, how do you create more one-to-one relationships with your customers um, in order for them to feel as though like, you know who they are, you know what they like, you know what they don't like, and really kind of not taking that, which I had touched on before, not taking a a one-size-fits-all approach. And I would say for people that are looking to get into marketing, um, there's definitely a lot of opportunities um, to get into marketing um, today and just making sure that you're, you're networking with the right people. I, I, you know, utilizing LinkedIn, you know, and putting yourself out there um, and and remembering that you never want to remain stagnant in any, you know, position. So making sure that you're consistently challenging yourself in your career.
0: That's awesome. That's amazing. Deanna, thank you. It's been a dream. I've been, Dreaming and hoping to have Mailchimp on the show for five years, so this is a
1: oh, it's so awesome!
0: <laughs> very exciting day for myself, uh, a dream come true. And Indiana, thank you for for making that happen.
1: No, thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity. It's been such a pleasure to get to know you, so thank you. I
0: I am what I'm excited about too is the day you know I, I love it when Mailchimp always announces something new, and it it, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like you're slowing down anytime soon. Um, the day when a new acquisition or a new feature within Mailchimp, it's always uh, very exciting. So, um, really exciting to be for you probably to be a part of something that's always moving and always growing and always pushing that envelope.
1: Yes, definitely. Very, very exciting.
0: (laughs) Well, Deanna, thank you for joining us today on marketing news, Canada. And, uh, everyone for listening, we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to marketing news, Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors Travis Jeffers and the Podfather.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.